This is Jamie Albers, graphic designer for the Angus Journal, with the April 14th, 2023 update from the AJ Daily. Today's update contains a report on carcass weights, a story about opportunities for smaller operations in the Angus breed, a report on the consumer price index and the inflation rate, and an announcement from USDA about assistance available for those in Mississippi disaster areas. Regional Winter Performance in Carcass Weights, adapted from a release by Paul Dykstra, Certified Angus Beef. We're focused a lot on the extended cold and precipitation levels in the northern feeding regions since January. This has been understandably impactful to cattle performance in all sectors, but measurably detrimental in feedlots. Plowing headlong into spring, we're now observing the effects of not only smaller weekly slaughter, but lighter carcass weights in the north. Intuitively, Texas cattle performance outshined the north yards, as winter conditions have been generally dry and favorable in the southern feeding region. Dressed formula steer carcasses have been par to a year ago with a 0.4% increase. The southwest Kansas feeding region has been in a drought all winter, and that's reflected in the year-to-date decline in steer weights of just 0.8%. To read more, visit cabcattle.com and select CAB Insider under the News tab. Smaller Breeds Big Opportunity, adapted from a release by Miranda Ryman, Angus Media. When looking at the numbers, the Angus breed is big, dwarfing all of the breeds in almost all the measures, registrations, data collection, and size of membership. Looking at the stats, it would be easy to think the business breed is all about big businesses. How is a smaller operation to compete amongst a sea of vast ranchers and large herd sizes? In reality, there's a lot of diversity in the Angus breed. American Angus Association's 2022 fiscal year data showed 77% of members registered less than 20 head per year. Around 34% of the registrations came from cow herds of less than 50 head, and almost half came from herds of 100 head or less. To read more, click on the link in this episode's description. Consumer Price Index, adapted from a report by Lynn Steiner, Steiner Consulting Group. The Consumer Price Index was released on Tuesday, April 11th, detailing the high inflation is still alive and well. The month-over-month change for core inflation rose 0.5% in March. Since the end of 2020, month-over-month increases in core inflation have increased by 0.5% per month, compared to 0.2% in the five years 2020 to 2016 prior. Core inflation also excludes energy and food, two categories where consumers have felt steeper escalations in cost in recent years. The food CPI has increased an average of 0.7% every month since 2020 compared to the five years prior of 0.1%. Within the food CPI, poultry Within the food CPI, poultry has seen the largest increases, rising on average 0.8%, while meat and dairy products have averaged 0.6% in the last two-plus years. For the full report, go to dailylivestockreport.com. USDA announces approval of DSNAP for Missouri disaster areas, adapted from a release by the USDA. The USDA announced that low-income Mississippi residents in six counties 
Carroll's, Humphreys, Monroe, Montgomery, Panola, and Sharkey due to the effects of the severe storm, straight-line winds, and tornadoes that began on March 24, 2023, could be eligible for a helping hand from the USDA's Disaster Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack said that approximately 29,000 households that may not normally be eligible under regular Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program rules may qualify for DSNAP if they meet certain criteria, including the disaster income limits and have qualifying disaster-related expenses. To be eligible for DSNAP, a household must either live or work in an identified disaster area, have been affected by the disaster, and meet certain DSNAP eligibility criteria. For more information, click on the link in this episode's description. The AJ Daily is compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor for the Angus Journal. For more Angus news, visit angusjournal.net.